0: This is the Wonder Life Podcast, the voice for health and wellness. I'm your host, Andrea Ritter. Thank you for joining.
1: Today on the podcast, we are joined by Dr. Megan Gray of Balanced Thistle Acupuncture. Dr. Megan is a doctor of acupuncture and Chinese medicine, and also is finishing a master's degree in functional nutrition. She approaches her treatment from both a Western biomedical approach and also from a traditional Chinese medicine approach. In the podcast today, we talk about what acupuncture is, how it can be used to treat an assortment of different issues, and we also talk about PTSD and trauma, and how she's used acupuncture to successfully treat combat veterans and other people dealing with these issues. We recorded this podcast back in January, and we are now happy to help Dr. Megan announce That Balanced Thistle Acupuncture will be open starting May 1st. Stay tuned at the end of the podcast for some information on some specials she will be running through the month of May to celebrate the grand opening. Enjoy the show.
0: So Megan, you are a doctor of acupuncture and Chinese medicine. Yes, I am. And you are almost a graduate of a functional medicine program. Yes. I'm two classes shy of a master's in functional medicine. That's amazing. I love that. I'm excited. So how did Chinese medicine and acupuncture and and functional medicine, how do those work together? And I guess, why did you, if you're a doctor in Chinese medicine, why are you studying functional medicine?
2: It's a really good question. So, as part of my doctoral education, I had to have a concentration of study. Yeah. So my concentration was nutrition. And along with a kind of biomedical, clinical nutrition training, I got an introduction to functional medicine. And I was the first acupuncture student in this program. So the instructor was fascinated by me because what we realized is that a lot of what I was learning in a functional medicine class was something I'd already learned okay. in a Chinese medicine class. Cool. So um, functional medicine and Chinese medicine are incredibly similar. I would argue that the root of functional medicine is Chinese medicine. Oh.
0: Um, I mean, Chinese medicine is how many thousands of years old? Uh, a few, three, four yeah. thousand years old. So you're right. Yep. <laughs> We're going to say you know what you're talking about. Yeah, because
2: the basis is how to heal the body naturally, um, how to let the body do what it's supposed to do, and to guide it using um, nutritional therapy or herbal therapy.
0: And that's basically what Chinese medicine is. Fabulous. That's so cool. So what kind of people do you see in your practice? Or I guess, what do you focus on a lot of?
2: I consider myself a general practitioner. So I'm, I do family medicine. I treat pediatrics through geriatrics, um, any stage of life. Um, I have needled a three day old baby before. Oh my God. And my,
0: (laughs) what, what, what did they need that little baby? Um, baby hadn't stopped crying Mm. since being born. So, um, yeah,
2: it's just a right away. Just get the baby a little more balanced, get it on the right road. Um, in China, it's really common practice for young people, babies, kids, etc., to get acupuncture. In the United States, we're a little bit more like, "What? You're too the young." needle, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's surprisingly, I've treated a lot of pediatric patients, and
0: um, surprisingly, just not that uncomfortable for them. So, well, I mean, acupuncture really does not hurt, and mm-hmm. I think people are like, because it's a needle, so I think people are kind of like weary of it. Just for those of our friends who are listening who might not know what acupuncture is, can you give a 30 second?
2: Sure. I do this with all my new patients, so I've got it down. Um, Basically, the theory is uh, the concept of chi, which um, we've all heard the word, but I kind of describe it as the body's energy system it's communication and she travels in the body in what we call meridians which are kind of like the highways of the body so if it's going in the right direction and it's going at a steady pace we have health if it's going in the wrong direction or there's not enough of it we have disease so for example if the chi is stuck we get a little bit of pain if it's going the wrong way we'll get hiccups or nausea or just anything you can think of where it seems like your energy is traveling in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. So we use acupuncture needles. They're kind of like traffic guards or traffic directors. And um, we put them in the body at certain points and they tell the she to
0: do certain things. So that's how acupuncture works. So a question for you, I've had acupuncture on and off for a long time and I love it. I use it in conjunction with other things. Do you, as a doctor, does acupuncture actually heal things or is acupuncture more of a, I don't know, like a supplement to some other things that you might do?
2: That's a little bit based on circumstance. So, um, the biomedical explanation you can simply say is if you put a needle into the body, you cause micro damage and you alert the body that it needs immune cells in that area to heal something. So, um, that is one way it works. It produces an anti-inflammation cascade. It, um, it, in Chinese medicine terms, it's all about balancing yin and yang or your five elements. So as far as healing, you can see amazing things happen. The only difference that I tell people all the time is it's not a one-time fix. Right. It's healthcare, not sick care. Uh, you have to repetitively invest into it. Um, but your results can be really quite amazing.
0: Yeah, my husband had some concussions in his former reality, and um, he started having migraines and had to go to bed. Like, they laid him out, and, you know, this is a lovely, more traditional guy who started, and he's married to me, I'm like a witch, (laughs) and so he goes to, so he decided to go to acupuncture and it is like the only thing that has been a game changer for these migraines Mm -hmm. and he's like I don't know what it is and then he really goes into a meditative state so I feel like acupuncture really has shifted his perspective Uh on him healing himself Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of very doubtful
2: patients come in and as soon as they start to see results they never turn back because it's All natural, no medication, usually not really any side effects, maybe a little bit of bruising. Um, If we want to give them something to take home, it's herbals. Um, So I've had a lot of people say, what is this voodoo? They love that word, voodoo. (laughs) And I say, just give it a chance. Come into it with an open mind.
0: I like to call it witchcraft. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, same idea. I I do my own witchcraft in my own house. Um, So you... um, do you do cupping on people? You do. That is also traditional Chinese medicine. I feel like I cupping's cupping. been like a really, I mean, it's been around here again for thousands of years, mm-hmm. but like in the last Olympics, all those swimmers had mm-hmm. those big old bruises on them. And I cupping's amazing. What does cupping do? I always just describe cupping as the opposite of a massage. So
2: instead of pushing on the tissue, you pull on the tissue. Um, and it does all the same things massage does. It just increases circulation of blood and Chi. Should we always talk about cheese?
0: So. I love that. And yeah. it, honestly, it makes a lot more sense to like bring it to the surface. Uh-huh. And so, is that blood that, like, when you see the the uh, bruising, is that the blood that's been brought up? Uh, we call that stagnation of blood. So, in
2: a person who's really healthy, doesn't have any injuries, doesn't have a whole lot of particularly concerning things going on, their bruising will actually be significantly less than a person who does have a little more stress, oh, a little bit less blood flow, um, they'll get a more darker purple ear
0: first. Very interesting. So leading. So I feel like this is a great segue into one of your passions, um, which is PTSD, Mm -hmm. post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm so glad I was able to get that dialed out straight. I mean, (laughs) Lord have mercy. Um, so tell me about, how you fell in love with helping people who have had something traumatic happen and like how Chinese functional medicine acupuncture help them. I mean, this okay. is like really cutting edge to me. I think it's amazing. <laughs> um, so
2: in my doctoral program, we also had to do a research or um, literature review kind of thesis capstone project. So I thought about, you know, what am I going to study? And my grandfather had fought in World War II and had very miserable PTSD as a
0: result of that. Poor guy.
2: Yeah, and it wasn't pretty, and it was definitely something that kind of just spoke to me. So I decided to go ahead and present that as my topic. So I researched the effects of acupuncture on um, on PTSD in combat veterans. So um, biomedically, PTSD has three traditional characteristics. And sorry to interrupt you, but when you say biomedically, what does that mean? It means from like a Western medicine standpoint. Okay, cool. So part of the thing with being trained in, tra- trained in Chinese medicine and trained in functional medicine is I tend to bounce back and forth between the two languages. You're bilingual, <laughs> girl. I like it. It's, it's two different medical theories. So um, Western medicine characterizes it as um, kind of re-experiencing the event. Okay. So we see that in flashbacks or nightmares. Okay. Um, so that's the first part of the tripod. Um, the second part of the tripod is basically kind of like seclusion. So mm-hmm. even when they're surrounded by people, they're detached or they purposely physically remove themselves mm-hmm. from people. And then um, the last part is kind of the hardest to deal with, and it's hyper arousal. So if you've ever been around someone with um, PTSD, they have a really innate inability to relax. Mm. They're kind of always aware, hyper aware of everything that's going on around them. Um, And as you can imagine, that affects their social life, that affects their sleep rhythm. Um, It's just altogether kind of a mess.
0: So because there's been a traumatic event that's rewired their chi, their yep. their energy system in yep. their body.
2: Yeah. So literally it rewires their brain. Um, so, I mean, we could get technical.
0: Do I get technical? Yeah. Okay. Bring so
2: it, it rewires their brain. So there's going to be um, a decreased amount of activity in their frontal medial cortex. So that's a little bit Associated with reasoning and processing, okay. and an increased level of activity in the amy- amygdala area of their brain. So that is particularly prevalent in fear. Okay, so um, it does. It literally rewires them. As you can imagine, being in a combat situation, oh you run high on cortisol. You run high on norepinephrine. So you just all those stress hormones are go 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 go. So what happens is they get kind of stuck in a freeze response they're unable to process and kind of put away the traumatic event and so from a Chinese medicine perspective um, again with the five elements so I talked about um, there's fire earth metal water and wood and each of those have organ systems that are associated with them and each of them have emotions that are associated with them And each of them have spirits that are associated with them. Love it. So we talk about mind, body, spirit, medicine. And so um, we see spiritual disruption in PTSD. So um, the heart and our fire element oversee our Shen spirit, which is our mind. Um, And our mind is just exactly what it is when I say that to you. So it's our thought process, our everyday kind of thoughts and everything going on. Um, And then the other two affected a lot of times in PTSD is, and I'm gonna say it wrong in Chinese, our zhi and that's our kidney and our water element. And it's kind of our call to action spirit. And then the most commonly affected is called our hun and it's associated with our wood and our liver element. And the emotions associated with our hun is courage and bravery. So I'm sure you can imagine how the hun is affected in veterans. Mm. So what we see is it gets very depleted and what we would say in Chinese medicine, deficient. And the hun is kind of what roots us. So in people who become deficient in that area they have trouble sleeping. They have trouble relaxing because what happens is the hun will start to, to wander because it's depleted. There's nothing to hold it down. So one of the most common aspects of every treatment for PTSD is the concept of grounding someone, is pulling them back to the earth, is solidifying them in their space and in their body. So, I mean, I've, I've told veterans to take off their shoes and socks and walk around in the dirt, barefoot, the most classic form of grounding. Um, when they get really anxious, I'll have them soak their feet in salt water or some kind of heavy substance or use like a heavy essential oil, like frankincense that literally just brings them down, pulls that energy in and steadies it. So, I mean, there's lots of ways to go about PTSD from acupuncture to balancing those five elements to getting that, that wood element built back up. Um, so they're more solid, And then, of course, there's, you know, biochemically, we're looking at high levels of norepinephrine. We're looking at low levels of cortisol, you know, and how and what can we do in order to sort of work
0: with that. So was your grandfather still alive when you were doing the research? He was not. He was not. Oh, I bet he's so proud.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I like to think so. um, when When I started my Um, private practice my mom sent me a picture of my grandparents in a frame and said like you know with a note that said you know they'd be proud and put this in your clinic and remember why you do what you do I know I get choked up
0: too
1: (laughs) well
0: it's just beautiful because I'm sure that you know I mean this is huge Mm -hmm. so without naming names or organizations or anything like that what have you seen as a result of working with Veteran specifically
2: with PTSD? Okay. So one of the um, symptoms of a wandering hun spirit is the insomnia element. So whenever you work with someone with PTSD, more likely than not, they're going to have a really hard time sleeping. So the first thing I target is grounding that hun so that they can sleep at night. And the reason for that is because we need that sleep for mental and emotional processing. So until they're able, like, if you think about when you go through a traumatic thing and you, once the like high energy, oh my gosh, part of it wears off, you're just so exhausted. Yeah. So imagine a veteran in that hyper arousal, high energy, high energy, but it doesn't turn off. So that exhaustion where you just sleep for days after the loss of a family member or a traumatic event hasn't come yet. So for me, I work Primarily on trying to get them to sleep through the night so that their body can start to re-regulate the hormones that have been rewired. But because that's been running for however long, we don't usually get veterans who are fresh with PTSD. I mean, I see a lot of people 70s, 80s years old. Oh, wow. And to rewire the system at that point is so very, very hard. Yeah, I bet. So it's always like, how can I get them in here younger?
0: Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> I mean, and not just for people with PTSD, but like anyone who, I mean, I talk to so many people all the time and a lot of women, I feel like dunes don't talk about it as much about women not being able to sleep. Uh-huh. Um, and so, because it's like, isn't sleep, I mean, it's like an oxymoron, but it's like sleep helps to regulate your entire reality. Mm-hmm.
2: Completely. Everything that needs regulating in your body needs to be reset at nighttime. So in Chinese medicine, that's when all your spirits return to their home. So the Hun goes to the liver and the Shen goes to the heart and mind. And so all of them return and, you know, everything kind of just realigns.
0: Oh, that is fascinating. I think so. I love that. <laughs> so, as far as the other work that you do in your practice, mm-hmm. um you are launching more into some more natural beauty mm-hmm. concepts um that might keep us from going in and getting injected with Botox and fillers. Yes, absolutely. And looking young and fabulous. Um how does does Chinese medicine play a role in that or is it more like the acupuncture side of your practice that you are?
2: It's both. So, um, what I say, I mean, the reason this happened is I had so many patients come in and say, I don't look good and I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. And I kept brushing off that. I don't look good. I'd say, well, you earned your wrinkles or "Yeah, you're already married. Don't worry about it. (laughs) And then I realized that I was just a clinician that was ignoring their concerns And that really bugged me when I had that realization. I was like, nope, gotta take care of the people. So I took some extra training to do this cosmetic um, acupuncture as well. So the basis of every single treatment is a wellness treatment. So I balance the five elements, I look at yin and yang, I figure out how's your digestion, how's your sleep, how are all the other things going on in your life. And then a cosmetic acupuncture treatment is basically an add-on to wellness because we age from the inside out. Mm. Um, yes, sun plays a role, but if we really want to nourish the tissue, we've got to really boost that digestion and get you sleeping better um, and look at your diet. What are you eating? What are you drinking? What are you putting in your body that is affecting your skin? Because your skin is one of your largest detox organs. So if you're eating a whole bunch of sugar and all this stuff and you've got acne, that's why it's trying to push the toxicity out. And the method it is choosing is through your skin. So it's always wellness and you can add beauty. And so it's, I always say to people, you should, because because I think you
0: should look and feel good. I love that.
2: I, so I love it too. I think it's
0: awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. And so have you been doing this for very long and seen some good results?
2: I have only been doing this for two months and I have seen... Amazing results! I'm stunned because there I do it in two tiers. So one of them is kind of more preventative tier. So um, it's called a wild refresh. It's kind of like a one-time facial. So I recommend it to women to slow the process of aging. So if you're in your 30s, which in the dermatology world we call the decade of decline, you can start coming in once or twice a month to just kind of keep your skin looking amazing. I also offer what I call the Wild Revive. So that's a much more intense program. You do it twice a week for five to six weeks. And it significantly reduces fine lines, wrinkles, um, skin conditions. I've treated cystic acne with it. Um, and I've seen all good
0: results. I have uh, had- Sign me and- up. I want that. Now, <laughs> I have this um, stuff on the side of my face. And I've heard it's hormones. So it's like almost like that pregnancy mask. Uh-huh. And, and I maybe had a little bit of that when I had my kids, but I've had it come back like the last couple of years. And people are like, it's your hormones or someone's like, you know, it's the sun. And so mm-hmm. it's sunspots mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, I don't want that on my face,
2: but that's why. So we treat the body first because we have to regulate the hormonal system. That might be the root cause of that. And then I do all the cosmetic care. So what I do, have you heard of microneedling? Yes. So microneedling is teeny tiny needles and they go to the, into the epidermis, the outermost layer of skin and traditional acupuncture usually goes all the way into the muscle. So what cosmetic acupuncture does, I go past the epidermis and into the dermis, but not into the muscle and the collagen and elastin matrix lives in the dermis of the skin. So what I'm doing is causing that micro damage in the dermis itself, causing the stimulation of collagen production and because it's traditional Chinese medicine, I'm using traditional acupuncture points. It's directing all the Qi and blood
0: into those trouble spots on the face. Oh my Lord, this is so cool. I'm gonna totally get it done and we'll like do before and after. It'll be really fun. It is fun. And I I have had women do the five-week program who are just
2: like, I cannot believe the compliments I've gotten. I had one woman who was like Megan. I was two weeks outside the program and I'm at dinner with my husband and he just looks at me and he goes, you look amazing. And oh she's like, "My gosh. what do you think I've been doing all this time? She's like, he just, it just hit him one day. Oh, and she's so, so happy. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that. Yeah. So you're getting ready to move into a new big clinic.
2: Uh huh. So I've been, um, working in inside of someone else's practice for now, and I've kind of outgrown it. So she and I are working to get me into a bigger space in April.
0: That is really exciting. Yeah. So if anyone is looking for assistance, whether it's just like you know general health, or they know someone with PTSD, mm-hmm. or frankly any mm-hmm. sort of imbalances going on, yep. or frankly we just want to look good from the inside out. Where can we find you? I am
2: the doc at Balanced Thistle. That's what it's called. So I do acupuncture, herbal medicine, and pretty soon here, functional medicine as well, um, because I am a big believer that the gut is kind of the root of a lot of our imbalances. So I've been working on kind of
0: increasing my scope of practice in that area as well. Well, you know, we're all about the gut here Uh and hopefully you'll come back and then we can just like really dig into the gut and how um, you use Chinese medicine to help to heal it. I would love to talk about that. That would be very fun. Wonderful. Thank you, Megan. Thank
1: you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's wonder life podcast. Dr. Megan is offering a number of specials through the month of May in honor of the grand opening of Balanced Thistle Acupuncture. New patient appointments will be $70, and the five-week Wild Revive Cosmetic Acupuncture program will be offered at $9.95. For more information, look her up at balancedthistle.com.
0: Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. Please light us up on social, at Wonder Health, and that is Wonder with a U. For more information on the topics we discussed, go to wonderhealth.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen, and please share with your friends. Go out and shine your light and transform this world.